What's going on, everybody? You've got the car board coaches here with your boy, Coach Go Friendly Neighborhood Cartel. That was abrupt. I like it. Short and sweet. Team, today, uh, you know what hasn't been short and sweet? <laughs> we'll talk about that after. Actually, you know what? That segues perfectly into what we're going to talk about right off the get-go. And that is (laughs) is the fact that the PSA subs that we submitted. Like, I I looked back and we submitted them January 2021. And it's crazy because it feels like significantly longer. Uh, Not only because our cards were gone. uh, A lot of them were like my prized possessions at the time. Um, but also looking back on like where our heads were at last January, you know, is really interesting. Um, so we finally got our big sub back. We had 190 cards combined between the two of us. And, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the review essentially. Um, now, I don't know about you, but my gem rate was like 50%, which is atrocious, <laughs> which is... Well, the, look, the disclaimer for you, Brendan, is this was your overall... It was my this, first... Not, not in the order, because you've done some express in the meantime, yes, but in yes. order, this was your second. Second, second. Yeah. But so- at the time, I hadn't even received the one back. So like, it was like, I had nothing even to go off of from the first one. Do you know what I mean? Like we sent the first sub in and then shortly after that, we were like, yo, we got to get another one out because we had so much inventory. So yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't really get a chance to really look over the cards I sent in the first time. The second time I know what my strategy was. Because of the vast majority of my submission was soccer stuff and um, a few key baseball players that I thought were key baseball players, that being Randy Rosarena, uh, Alex Verdugo, and uh, Will Smith, um, I was like, you know what, even if I get a nine on some of these soccer cards, the pop counts are so low that like they still have liquidity. Like they're significantly more liquid than like base will be. And honestly, for the most part, those cards I'm not worried about because right now people are looking for soccer slaps. And that's like, not even if I hold, you know what I mean? Like people are looking for soccer in PSA slabs. There's a lot of soccer getting into SGC slabs. And you and I will talk about SGC after this as well, because you had a nice SGC sub come back. And I want to hear your thoughts and opinions on the whole process. Um, So that was a little little disclaimer for the 50% gem rate. I was a little bit more lenient on some of the things I would send in. Uh, Also, you know, I didn't have the, the eye that I have now. I'd like to think anyway. So that being said, even the nines are... I mean, like some of them are pretty big nines. Like I have like the Tatis Prism, which is a pretty big nine. The Wander Franco SP Authentic, which is like pop two, none higher nine. Um, so yeah, I am happy they came back. Obviously a little disappointed with the gem rates, but uh, 
just kind of excited to get some stuff back that I almost forgot about, if that makes sense. Well, let's talk about uh, quote unquote gem rates. Um, yeah. So I can tell you that, you know, this is the largest order, single order I've ever been involved in. Uh, I've had large orders go out to Beckett and PSA, but this is probably like two times in volume. So that said, um, I want to cover the bases and the bases include the concept that there is some sort of sinister uh, new programming going on at PSA in terms of how they grade and the population control you know, Victory Investments uh, made that funny video where the, the dealer is uh, saying low pop. The card is low pop. Yeah. Well, uh, now that's another term uh, all over Instagram is uh, pop control. Yeah. You know, they're doing pop control. Really? They're doing pop control, eh? Uh, I don't know why the guy is like Canadian, but that, that I don't hardcore, think Victory- hardcore Canadian, not even just like doing pop control, eh? And I'm going to have a Morrison Golden, eh? All right. So, uh, We'll talk about all those elements. Uh, gem rate is the concept that uh, Jimmy Two Slabs is sending off an order. And what percentage of his order is the perfect PSA 10? How good is he at identifying PSA 10s? Um, it is a bit of a, uh, it's a bit of a misunderstood concept here. So I saw my gem rate drop from about 80% to 70 on this order, uh, roughly. Whereas with Beckett, I'm pretty consistently at a a 90% and that's held up on some recent orders I had through some American uh, uh, trading card store orders, group submissions that I've done. I've dabbled with those just for like small three, four card orders for Beckett. Uh, PSA, uh, generally 80%. And so this, this came down a little bit. So two things here. Now, first of all, just sheer volume, I think, makes a gem rate a little bit more difficult to achieve. Yeah, for uh, sure. If I, if I had just been super picky, picked out a dozen cards, I think it would be a different story. Yeah. Um, but gem rate, what does that mean? So that would imply that the concept is every card I'm sending, I believe is a gem and, and, and I want in a gem. Yeah. That's not realistic. Yeah. Uh, for several reasons. First of all, imagine a guy putting together a vintage order. Yeah. He's oh, plucking sure. out the creamiest 1984-85 OPG cards he can find in a yeah. set. That yeah. does not mean he's banking on a 10 and that we we can judge him no. based on, right? No. Uh, I mean, we should also this. preface that this was strictly ultra modern though, right? Uh, this particular one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. store, but, but I'm just giving an example of when it's appropriate to say. No, for sure shooting for the 10 yeah um so i I guess that would be more relevant in my sgc order because it was all over the place yeah yeah but but that being said there were cards in this psa order where i'd be okay with a nine but again with all this ultra modern stuff and the massive amounts i i don't feel any kind of way with the 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 way that this played out I'm, i'm pretty happy with it the only way that i feel is probably what you feel and that you already touched on, which is that it was an entirely different market and an entirely different sports world yeah. when we sent the order out. Yeah. So certainly there are portions of the order where I'm just like, what the hell was I thinking? At the same time, though, you and I enjoyed pricing that we shall never see again. For sure. For sure. Right. And the fact that like we also didn't get any upcharge, like zero, 
right? Yes. Like, so there, and there were cards that, that Adam Fox future watch. I mean, I, there were, I mean, there cards. were definitely cards that were on the cusp, right? Like, especially if, if you're holding it to like the 499 or whatever it is, like, yeah. I, cause I think value is like 499 max. Yeah. And quite frankly, if you're, if you're in PSA's position, you're making some concessions. We're going to talk, we should talk about a big concession that they're making. That was, I think announced today, but they're making big concessions uh, in the sense that look, they know that they kept us waiting and they know that it's a giant order and they know that we have others down the, down the lane and that yeah. we are, I mean, I would hope, you know, um, valued customers, right. That they want to, they want us to keep coming back when it's 50 bucks a card versus $15. Per. Yeah. Uh, so on the whole, the rest of the service, I'm sure you can agree, Brendan, was was good in that sense. Yeah. Once it once it got to where it needed to be and it got to us, they were packaged well, no damaged slabs. No, you know, that that sort of thing was was handled well. I had and, two mislabeled. Interesting. See, I didn't go through all my labels, but I yeah. I've I've been seeing that. I, I've got one short and curly in a slab. Did you get any short and curlies in your slabs? No, I got no no pubes in my slabs. <laughs> hey man no uh ssp short curly for sscp um one so far for me i didn't notice any issues with labels i did in my last small order where a 2014 15 upper deck card was listed as 2020 upper deck uh give us just some examples what were the label issues that you saw well i actually have one right here um it is a it's a it's it was, ironically enough, I got two PSA sevens. Uh, one of them, I mean, I just, I can't get these parallels, right? You can't I, I, see, it. you can't see it right, but um, yeah. it, this is a, it's a mojo prism. So this is a mojo prism. Okay. Um, and I mean, we, if you've ripped mega boxes in the MLB, you'll, you know exactly what a mojo prism looks like. It's uh, kind of like little boxes. It almost looks like in the background. Yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, not only a PSA seven, which I, I still, I can't find it, but I say I, between that and the lasers, I tend to apparently miss something very critical. Um, so I, I know that moving forward because I think I've gotten two sevens on lasers in the past, but ironically enough, they wrote laser prism on that slab instead of mojo. So I mean, I find it pretty funny that I keep getting sevens on lasers and that's actually not a laser and is instead a mojo prism. And so um, there is a thing called laser that's separate to that? Yeah, yeah. There is a laser so that's prism. that's straight up mislabel. There's a straight up mislabel. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's, a, it's a whole different like variation of the cart. Right. And then uh, another one was a paper uh, Donruss product that was labeled an optic. So, I mean, good oh, for me, good for me because like, I mean, it's not good for me because I still have to explain that to the buyer. Right. Um, and it's such a pain in the ass when you're like creating an eBay listing, you're like mislabeled, yes. you know? And you know, it's funny. There's a small percentage of people that enjoy strange labels. I mean, much smaller than the percentage who are going to have a problem with it. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, like the pop on that. And the thing is the pop on that, the optic is extremely low. And I don't know if that's the, like this, it's, it's not the same pop as the Donruss. Do you know what I mean? So you got to wonder what they put into their population. So yes. I don't know. It's the, it's a, it's a that's bit of a mess up to be completely honest. Um, and I don't know how this is going to get rectified. I haven't figured that out quite yet, especially because 
like if I'm going to rehold her, man, first of all, I got to pay for shipping, which is going to cost me like from Canada, 60 bucks. And then to have it. If, if, if they use the, if they use the tops and upper, uh, I'm not going to say tops because that's not true. I don't know if it's uh, the case with tops. If they use the upper deck version of, of dealing with the situation like this, number one, you should not be paying for the reslab because it was their mistake. And they should be either compensating you financially for the cost of shipping or like, for example, upper deck compensates with extra cards. Um, I don't know how PSA could do that. So I, it might be worth going down that route, Brendan, if you have the, you're, you're a busy guy, I know, but yeah. Uh, yeah. If I got the extra time, <laughs> you know, and that's the problem these days, yeah. people are busy. Yeah. I, I'm so busy. I, I pull a damaged card out of Panini or Topps product. Look, I, I recently cracked a 2020 Topps Chrome hobby box that I purchased cheap on black Friday years ago, or, you know, back when 2020 was released. So I thought, why not? Uh, our good friend, I want to mention him just because I love him so much. Hit him high auctions. Um, Josh, you find him on, on Instagram. So he is just like, he's been super entertaining lately, not just yeah. because he is always acquiring amazing stuff. But he's a funny guy. Uh, he has funny, um, funny stories that rotate around male genitalia. But anyways, um, why I mentioned him, he, he just kind of pointed out uh, intelligently that there are a lot of big hits in that product that have redemptions that expire. So I thought, why not? I'll go in there. Of course, it was an absolute disaster, Brendan. You don't even have to ask me. But, you know, one of those cards of this, you know, no name, it was a positional player. That's nice. But he, it looked like he literally, after he signed the card, he dropped it. And it was almost like folded. And, and I just finished the job. I crushed that thing and threw it in the garbage. It was a, it was a, it was a, a clean shot. Um, nothing but, nothing but plastic bag garbage shot. I can't deal with it. I don't, I don't even want to deal with it with pops yeah. and customer service. And then, but, and then to go through the hassle of like attempting to sell something like that is like even worse. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, so you may, you may have to go down that route and see how it treats you. Um, I'll tell you this though. Uh, look, obviously PSA is rushing through a lot of these. For orders. Sure. Got, they got a lot to do and now they have a lot more to do as I'm going to touch on in a second. And I have seen uh, pieces of debris and plastic inside some of my slabs. I don't know if you have. No, I've been uh, good. I'm talking legit pieces of plastic in the slab, uh, mislabeling. Again, I don't want to be too hard on them. I mean, you want to have perfect service from a company yeah. like this. They are making money hands over. I, I am going to remind people that the the top people at PS, they are very wealthy, okay? They, they are making a lot of money. The faucet is not turning off anytime soon. No. They're doing really well for themselves. So there can be investments, but we know how it is a lot of times these days with these corporations, okay? They will continue to try to cut corners and costs despite their numbers going up. So well, I don't- Gemrate Gem said they, they, they graded like 170,000 cards last week. Right. Yeah. So, like, so I mean, just imagine that times like like minimum fifteen bucks a card. Like that's like being conservative. You know. Yeah, and, and we know like, and, that's, and a lot of the ones coming in aren't going to be fifteen bucks a card. That's, and that's and, what I'm anyway, saying, right? So like that's is, like very conservative. You know, you you can start to install certain yeah. systems that make sure that people don't get hairs in their slabs. Yeah. Don't get you know pieces of plastic in their slabs because this is a thing that's happening. It is happening. Um, yeah. And it's just like an added level, uh, added layer that we don't need on top of everything else. Um, 
you know, especially when it comes to issues with authentication and, and, and controversy like that. Um, we have heard that regarding the Marks situation, which we touched on, and another company, so you kind of raised your eyebrow when I mentioned this, so maybe you haven't heard about this yet. No. But uh, they, they, will be, they will be free of charge grading many of these cards. Really? And in the process, and it is a difficult process of differentiating whose card is who. This yes. is a huge deal. I mean, we like, talked about this, I think it was three weeks ago, right? I believe it was yeah. three weeks ago we talked about this. Yeah. Um, and we said, like, imagine the crapshoot now. Because, like, there's no way that, first of all, the fact that, like, Mark's cards is this badly in debt, there's no way that their books are, like, well-kept. Like, let's be honest here. Like, you know, straight up, like, let's yeah. be real here. I don't think you get that deep in the hole, like, with, oh, yeah. like, being organized. Yes. Um, and so, as a result of that, imagine, I, I can't imagine that the cards are not all jumbled up. Like, I just, I, right. I, I can't. You know, like, especially if like, let's say someone's submitting like three cards and another person submitting four cards. And like, we know that like, it takes like, let's say 10 cards in one card saver one, you know what I mean? Like, and even once it does get there, I mean, PSA has mentioned in the past that they don't grade in any specific order. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you have four Ronnie Mauricio's in there, right. Like, it's not, it's not necessarily true that the first one in the, the, the ledger is going to be the first one graded. They will attach yeah. a number to one of them, but it's not necessarily going to be like one, two, three, four. Right. And um, I mean, I, I, my heart goes out to all of those people. Uh, yeah. I, did, I did hear a, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. I did hear a story a few days ago as well that someone had their cards straight up returned to them. Yes. Um, I believe yep. from Marks, if I'm not Because mistaken. they never left sent them. Marks's they never sent them. goddamn office or store or basement or fucking never, troll cave. They okay? never sent them. Which sucks. Yeah. Just in that, in that, like, you know, we can so easily put ourselves in the shoes of someone there it would have been a call instead of an email from PSA saying, Hey, we never got your cards. You know, like that sort of thing after a year of waiting, it's since terrible. Eight, it's, since it's April. Terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. What people do to people. It's terrible. What goes on in, in this seedy hobby. All right. And uh, uh, just getting back very quickly. Uh, I don't know if it will ring a bell to you co, but there's another company called gems something. I thought it was gems only. I think I'm wrong. But PSA pointed out in their uh, little thing that they put out today. I think, it is, I, think it is, it's, I think it is gems only. There was another company that had submitted so many trimmed and altered cards that they had actually been banned previously. And yet they continued to take, again, I don't want to speak too much about it because I got to read about this situation, but apparently they continued to take submissions. PSA had literally stopped accepting the submissions and then they kind of started piling up. This is a disaster. And now PSA is having to deal with this extra stuff on top of, of, of helping other people out that are legitimate customers. I've already seen, by the way, it was very predictable. I've already seen people come out in the messages and say, oh, so you're going to grade these cards for free for these people that, you know, got screwed over by this guy. He didn't do it correctly. I did everything correctly and I have to keep waiting. You know, 
one doesn't equal one there, but I get it. I get there's going to be upset people saying stuff like that. And I yeah. get it. And I don't want to get mad at them because they're frustrated and they're already stressed out. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's terrible. It's terrible stuff. Um, we'll return to humans being terrible to humans, but I want to get to the not terrible stuff. Yeah. And the not terrible stuff has three letters S G C. And as we have learned, been saying right, it from, from a few podcasts ago that's sports card guarantee corporation okay which sounds a little cold but sec sounds a little cool i don't mind it and they've been around for a long time they're the second oldest grading company one of the most respected particularly in the realm of vintage but they're a brand new company so there's no point in even talking about that they're no longer the sgc i grew up with that was the vintage company they have rebranded they have an entirely different grading scale. Used to be zero to 100. And I am so impressed. And you were impressed before I was impressed. I, I took that into account that you had a good experience. I took into account following them on Instagram and on social. And I told watching, you, dude, the transparency, man. The transparency. Watching the way they behave. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. And like, so, I mean, even when we were like, happy with first of all they said that they were going to go it was going to increase to 50 business days it never got there i think the highest it got to was like 29 maybe 29 business days is the highest it got to no upcharges and then what they did is they offered a, a, an even quicker service moving forward they 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 provided a new service option now i mean yeah. There's yeah, nothing like, but, and, and I believe they dropped the price of their, their, their regular sub or their submissions, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think they went down to like 25 bucks a card. And I think it's like 40 bucks a card for express. So not only not, did they, did they know that drop, pardon? Well, I, I didn't know that I was in at yeah. the $30 level. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, I don't think it was, I think they finished grading my cards in 20 days. Yeah. But then again, I'm, by the way, I'm not complaining. I mean, we also live in, in Canada. You know what I mean? Like, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what more people could possibly want than A, a nice slab, B, a company with a pedigree and a history, C, completely transparent, D, affordable. They yeah. are, in my mind, firmly not the number three grading company around. They are the number 2.5 is the way that I see it. Yeah, that's fair. And they are leaps and bounds ahead of any of these other companies that people had some sort of fantasy about coming into fruition, like HGA or ISA or whatever yeah, the yeah, hell yeah. else is going yeah, on, yeah. okay? And by the way, I don't feel we need 25 different grading companies. We don't. It actually complicates things. It complicates the market. Um, look, Patrick Ryan of P. Ryan Collection stated this very succinctly not long ago. It's not about the overall it's not about cards at this point cards will persevere even if the market is down and we're not in february of 2021 anymore we're not in kansas anymore toto but um the it's not about the cards so much as these companies that came out of the woodwork and wanted to capitalize and were very short-sighted well i don't even think you heard about like what's happening with starstock right now I, uh, I, I'm, I, the reason why I'm not up to date is because I never followed them to begin with. I'm also happy to admit, I don't know much about these companies because I don't care. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, and, and I, I didn't really either until like people, negative. 
And then people I follow were like, like I have stuff there, you know? Yeah. So I like, know they're relevant. I know they're relevant. So please tell me about stuff. So is, so this, is this is stuff that like, I, I have done, I have done face value research. Like I, I've, I've looked yeah. into like, I've seen tweets. I've seen like people's like actual responses to some of the stuff that's been happening with Starstock. All right. I know is that they have been taking huge L's like lately. Is it equatable? Is it equatable to Com C? I think they tried to do so. Their problem is that they tried to do everything. So they they specialized in uh, getting your graded cards out, I believe, or like getting your raw cards graded, and then that yeah. backlogged. And so they had they're like, okay, we're gonna change our business model. And then they became like raw cards. And then recently they said, they're like, we want more wax. And so like, they actually put out a press release that they want more. They're, they're no longer accepting raw cards. And now they're doing uh, wax and slabs. Um, but that's but not- That sounds the, like stock X or something like that. So it's like all over the place, which is like not never a great business model to begin with when you start jumping is it around. Is it all X, stock, slab? But the biggest issue with all of that is that apparently they, they laid off like 80% of their staff. And of so like Again, now there's mix. issues, like apparently in the, in the best of times, they were barely shipping out people's cards to begin with because they were so backlogged. But they, now they just cut all of their staff or a lot of their staff. And so like people have stuff like either sitting there or like there's um, issues with customer service. I don't know why the first thing that these companies do is neglect customer service. Like it's I actually, it's it doesn't unreal. make any sense, you know, because if you have yeah. someone proper on the front lines, yeah. like you can pretty much battle any, I mean, not anything, but like, you want your you want communication. We still don't know what's happening at Beckett. Like we still have no fucking clue what's happening at Beckett. And that's the, honestly that's the reason why SGC has taken over. It's because yeah. Beckett has gone a year and a bit. They said, you know what, we're halting. I mean, PSA comes out all the time and says, like, hey, like this is what we're doing. This is where we're at. This is what we want to do. I how, about a, a how about a Beckett? How about a Beckett event where they take in some cheaper orders? I haven't heard a cool. damn thing about Beckett. Have you? Yeah. Nothing. 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 And you know, and 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 by the way, and let's not forget one of the companies that's kind of slipped through the cracks. By the way, maybe not for the people who've experienced issues with them is Com C. I've heard so many stories of lost packages, delays, etc., so on and so forth. Right. And again, a lot of this, by the way, we have to. You know, we have to be somewhat understanding of all the issues involved in the pandemic and the lockdowns. For but, sure. But a lot of times, though, you just I, I get the feeling there's a lack of that personal touch. There's a lack of respect for the collecting aspect of this. And it's all just dollars and cents. And um, man, I've seen people. It's such a stressful experience. These cards are not just pieces of cardboard. Right. And, and again, everyone is something different, right? Every, everyone is some combination of collector, dealer, business, um, investor, you know, just like that guy on YouTube, whose name I always get wrong. Such a nice dude. Uh, the guy living out in Amsterdam or Holland or wherever he lives, uh, where he's collector, investor, dealer, whatever. But cards Lameem mean a lot Lameem to people. Lameem James. Does he, does he also, oh, yeah, he lives, sorry. He lives in Amsterdam. <laughs> 
Investor collector dealer lives somewhere in Europe. I guess the cool kids live in Europe, man. That's man. at the end of the day. Tell but um, yeah. Um, so well, it's like, yeah, I mean, uh, what we were talking about, it just sucks to have your cards in limbo or yeah. lost. Yeah. I mean, goes without saying, right? And, and, and also, I mean, back to company. what we were saying and what we say all the time is like, you know, I'm all for supporting like a new thing and supporting like, you know, other companies than like the monopolies. But at the end of the day, one of the biggest issues and why there are so many issues right now is much to what you said is that there are too many companies and yeah. there are too many companies that again, like you said, just came in for the fact that like it was hot and they were like, yo, let's build a whole, like let's build a, an ecosystem around this, uh, which without much foresight, it was just like, listen, there's a, a gap in this market. We're going to fill it. And like, it's going to go smooth and steady forever, which yeah. like is like not necessarily right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, now I'm hearing that Starsoft wants to get into like NFTs and yeah. I'm like, it, it, if you just keep following trends, you're, you're going to be doomed. And, and this is at the end of this rant, I will explain what, how, how all of this ties in, but that's the same mentality that gets people so burned in this hobby. It's like yeah. following like the trends, like, Oh, everyone's buying Kaboom. So like, I'm going to buy Kabooms and you get caught holding the bag. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So y- you just can't. And it, it, it's frustrating because like you see some of these companies do it. And some of these companies have a lot of people's stuff. And so yeah. like, we're literally, we're literally, it's, it's very unique in that sense. We're in yeah. this hobby slash business where we're handing other people stuff. Why is the cartel always ranting and raving about doing your own thing? The, 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 the typical response is, you know, I'm new to this. And my response to that is get learned, get learn yourself ASAP, surround yourself with the right people, dig into this. Otherwise get out of it. It also depends on your intentions. First of all, if you're if you're like a collector, then you don't need to worry about this. No, garbage. and you you would want money, you would want to learn. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if you're looking to make money, then you kind of deserve to get burned. You know, as 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 shitty as that sounds, because um, again, you know, hobby positivity. You know, like uh, my dramatic readings, they will return. That's my way to stay in tune with hobby positivity, and I follow a lot more positive people, but. I'm going to say it again. It's a seedy, dirty hobby. At least the cartel ain't going to lie to you. Okay. It's a seedy, dirty hobby. To the second I head down the street to the, well, not down the street, but that I head over to a local card show and someone's trying to shortchange me or someone's trying to play a game with me or someone's literally trying to steal something directly from you. Yes, that is the one. And there's going to be 70 others that you have a great conversation with, make new friends, make a great deal with. I understand but you must be aware of the serpents in the room um, because it's a very real thing. And there's even more serpents online. Aren't we always in a situation, Brendan, I have an opportunity to get a, a grail card for myself, a, a, a really big Florida Panthers card. I think I mentioned this to you. I don't know how to go about it. This person yeah. has no references. They want a payment that will not be refundable. And here I am grappling with it. That's our hobby. Our hobby is not one where we have guarantees yeah. where we can have assurances. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a journey 
It is a treacherous path. By the way, Brett McGrath, a lot of his, if you do read the context of a lot of his uh, tweets, it, it kind of paints that picture. It's a battle, right? There are treacherous areas to be aware of, right? Uh, but, yeah. but then he just covers it in warm, gooey love. And warm, gooey love is great, but I'm telling you, especially in this, like, you know, this 2022 so far has not been warm, gooey love. You yeah. can only give yourself warm, gooey love. I keep saying gooey, Brandon. But that, you, that, time, that time of day. You're the, I guess, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, so, I, you know, you're the ultimate, <clears throat> you're the ultimate decider of how, how much gooey love you're going to get. And again, I just always preach to people, be on top of doing things yourself, being self-sufficient. It's an awesome skill. And then people come to you and next thing you know, and are, are trying to get help and, and, and advice and that sort of thing. And, and then you know, you have made it either through the way of the Mandalorian or the force of the Jedi. You know, I don't understand any of those references. So oh, yes. Just, oh, yes. Just throwing that out there. Now, we do want to touch very quickly on... Uh, now, you and I were late starting the, to record this. We missed last week. We're kind of late on getting cardboard coaches out there. Uh, PSA was late. Tell you who wasn't late, SGC. But who else is late, Brendan? Tell us who else is running late. Well, uh... Again, recently I've been uh, scouring the Instagrams and uh, I've been seeing a lot of outpour from previous supporters. And I mean like diehard supporters of like HGA. And I'm not even talking like... Oh, wow. You went that route. I thought you were going a different route. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I thought you were yeah. going the route of some other companies that are late, but okay, let's, let, let's, oh, let's finish. Oh, yeah, off. okay. Let's, well, I mean, I'll, bring up, I'll bring up the fact that like, I just find it funny that the company that was brought in quote unquote to take the PSA backlog. Yep. Um, I mean, they were pretty much, as I said before, gifted a free spot in this market. They were gifted a free, I like that you put it that way. They were gifted a free lane into like, come sit at our table. Um, I mean, apparently their economy subs are about 45 business days late. And considering that the economy subs were supposed to be, I believe, 30 business days, I could be wrong. It's either 30 or 60. But regardless, we're talking about almost double the time. So my question is, you were brought in to fix the backlog. Yep. And you were doing really well at, you know, reserving spots and limiting spots because that's what you were capable of facilitating. Where, where along in the process did it become just about money? Because that's what happened. You know, yep. like at some point you overextended yourself and you're like, yo, let's let the floodgates open. And, and I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but I'm going to give a very realistic breakdown of how this all works. You enter the market with some fanfare and support because what because of everything you just said. You represent the hope, yes, uh, the, the, the hopes of collectors and, and, and the little and, guy, and, you know, yeah, and that there's going to be some change in this sector of the market. Also, also up, creatively used, um, right? The the tech, the the uh, what would they call it, man? The grading, oh, the AI, the AI grading. Term. They were they coined the term AI grading, and they knew that that was a focal point. That like, yeah, let me tell you, a, 
I, I knew that was BS from the start. And these kiosks where you're scanning things, it's all BS. It's all garbage, in my opinion, quite frankly. You want to come on the cardboard coaches and see our massive audience and explain it to them? I'm more than happy to have you. But I think it's all BS. And um, so what happens is that, you know, once we get to the meat of the matter, we start, start talking about bendy slabs. We start talking about uh, missing a Wayne Gretzky rookie card here and there. We start seeing some hobby reaction. And if I'm in the mindset of these people running HGA or this individual, it's always a, a group one way or the other. Uh, they're getting a little bitter. They get affected by it. We are human beings after all. Of course, all. of course. They start to feel a little negative about the whole experience. They start to feel unappreciated. A little bit of that negativity builds up. Then the backlog starts building up, then things start getting neglected. You see this in all the situations we've touched on. Mark's cards, it doesn't just overnight, all no, of a sudden, everything no. crashes down. Yeah. It's progressive. Hey, I haven't heard from Mark's cards in three to four weeks. Hey, there's no update. Hey, I noticed they're not doing this. Where are they? What's going on here? It's a progressive downfall. And what you're seeing at HGA matches all the signs, right? So it may actually be not, not too soon after this discussion that we're having that things get go from bad to worse. And I, I'm not wishing it upon again, no, I no, 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 up, no, no, no. wishing it upon them. No. Um, I got to keep mentioning, we, we had Tyler on the show and I thank him for that. I've been very unimpressed with the communications regarding some of the controversies. Um, we're not the type that, uh, you know, no, no one, no one paid us off. No one. We uh, had him on first, dude. I mean, not first. Yeah, obviously, no, no like, one. Uh, we're, yo, we're it not was in February. You know that it was a year ago. We had him on like yeah. a year ago, you know? Yeah. So. And we're, we're not, we're not indebted to anyone, but we are here to put out word. We're here to support initially and we're here to support further down the line. I didn't know, you know, when we started cardboard coaches that here on episode 58, 59, whatever it is. Brendan, um, I would that I would be endorsing and SGC. and happily discussing SG, SGC, right? It's a just year ago, a year ago, I wasn't even thinking about SGC. You know, right? I've always thought of SGC. I'll tell you why. Uh, they they they're part of my nostalgia for the hobby. My first ever grading submission, and at, again, just a reminder, I'm not being paid by SGC. I sure would love to be, but um, maybe I'll talk to them. But my first ever. Uh, Ever, any kind of grading submission was actually SGC. And I think it was 98 or 99. I'll never forget getting back a Premier Yarmir Yager in SGC 98 gem mint condition. I was so excited. Um, and that was exciting for, 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 for a kid in the hobby. That was very exciting. And I loved it. That was my first ever grading submission. And they, I just remember they were so highly respected and they just kind of, they petered out and disappeared as we went into the OOs. And don't forget, we had in that early OO sector, we had the same thing happening that we had today, which is all these groups. Like I love talking about, you know, people talk about these very obscure companies like TFA, the final authority. Yeah. Brennan, you should try to track down some of these slabs. They look just god awful. But we're just seeing, you know, history repeats itself. Yeah. It does. But it's much more, it's a much larger level. And there's just more people affected and there's just more money involved. And it's, it's a, that makes it more complicated yeah you know yeah um but what i was referring to when i said things are running late is of course all the product that we everything. wait for everything right 
basketball, football, hockey, our beloved hockey. We still don't have series one that's coming in March. We still don't have SP authentic from 2021. Anyone who wants a cappers off future watch autograph still waiting. Anyone wants Trevor Zegras rookie card after everything that all the stuff that he's done in the first did half. Did you see what he did yesterday? Everything he did. I watched live last night, man. It's, and it's, it's, it's hilarious how in their attempt to be entertaining, they gave the it to NHL. Alex Petrolangelo. What's, what's the station? What are they on? Fox, NBC, what are they on? I, uh, ESPN? TNT, I think. Whatever that, whatever the I company no is involved in that and the NHL, drop the ball trying to make it all fun and games. And they completely, so Jack Hughes did this whole thing where he missed his, he was poke-checked by Manon Rayon, which was hilarious. Then this kid came out and did something. And then uh, Peter Angelo, I think he totally missed his shot. Yet somehow... Zegras, who does a blindfolded loop-de-loo. Bro, that was crazy. That was ridiculous. The competition. But but listen, hockey fans saw that. And it was unbelievable. That this kid has Pavel Datsuk-esque dangles, bro. That's like, I'm going to go ahead and say straight up, he might not be like Selkie, like Pavel Datsuk. He might never win a cup like Pavel Datsuk. But that kid has Datsuk and straight Man. up. Man. Man. Um, but again, you know, you want his rookie card, you want his young guns. We're still waiting. I mean, you can get an MVP, Trevor Zegris. Yeah, I'm lining up for that one. <laughs> I so, can't believe you know, that yeah. football. I can't believe that football went the entire season without right. a without a premier product. Yeah. Like yeah. no no optic, no select, and no prism. So I yeah, can't we're imagine see the flooding of the market pretty soon, aren't we? I mean, I can't imagine what's going to happen in the offseason of football with Trevor Lawrence, who didn't play very well, Mac Jones, who skyrocketed and then crashed back down to earth, and Zach Wilson, who quite honestly had a really disappointing year with the Jets. The top three quarterbacks of that class. Well, I I, I think like... Yeah, I think like, especially if, you know, and, and this is a big if, uh, you know, if something sensational, like the Bengals winning the Super Bowl goes down, football's going to be fine. There's going to be a frenzy for any product that comes They're gonna out. They're going to go buy 2020. Why would you not go buy 2020? Uh, yeah, yeah, potentially look. But there, if, there I'm gonna are, spend, there are if I'm going to spend like one and a half, two times a normal box of 2021, yeah. you better believe I'm going for 2020. Because I can get yes. Burrow and a potential Super Bowl winning, uh, or sorry, Burrow, a potential Super Bowl winning quarterback, and yeah. Justin Herbert. Right. Yeah. Especially if they're out at the same time. Like, there's no hype behind the 2021 product. So I'm like, hmm, why would I yeah. spend like opening day money on that when I right. can get this and like at least hold it or I can gamble it, like whatever? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. If in, in my, for me, it makes I, I know exactly what I would do. I would I would double my money. I would spend double and get something that I know is going to be concrete. Absolutely. But, well, the other way you could look at it is if Burrow does win, all that 2020 product will become astronomical and you're gonna have to go with the Trevor Lawrence I guess, 2021. I guess you're right. Right. So yeah. and then as far as basketball goes, it still seems like an incredibly strong market. I see the ridiculous numbers for Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball. Um, so, you know, that'll be fine once, I mean, some of that product is still trickling out. Right. But then, but it's what, just, the, it's just like the really big stuff though. Like it's yeah. like the, the mid stuff, like the silvers, they're not 
doing well. It's the numbered stuff. Like people are still, they care. They don't even care about parallels anymore. It's just numbered stuff. Like, you know, we kind of transitioned from like just PSA 10s to um, PSA 10 silvers or like refractors. And we've seen it in baseball too, because like you see like a Tatis refractor versus a numbered refractor. Like it's like, not even close. You know what I mean? Like in terms of uh, the price difference is ridiculous. Right. Um, but we've seen just PSA 10s. Then we've seen PSA 10 silvers. Now we're into the stage where people don't necessarily care about the grade, which I'm seeing a lot, uh, like way more. I've seen like authentics. I've seen uh, PSA 8s, self well, I've heard I, I've heard the Panini product for 2021 in basketball was just a disaster in terms I've of... I've seen uh, a BGS 6. Quality control. Sidney Crosby sell for like $60,000 US. I mean, that is a cup rookie, but still. like Well, that's, year, that's completely different. That's but a year story. ago, a year ago, that would be untouchable though. A year ago, someone would be like, oh, like it's a 6. It's a 6. Not, not, not necessarily when it comes to a, a, a Crosby cup. Not necessarily, but I get what you're saying. I agree. I, I just mean the state of the market, like the fact that card would not have sold for what it's sold for right now. Like I'm, it's just not. Well, a really, a really big, interesting discussion that we won't have today is the, just the whole concept of, you know, now that slabs, you know, it will be more expensive to acquire PSA slabs or, or to, or to get PSA slabbing done. What does that mean for some of the lower graded available slabs that are out there? So that, I that, can't that, imagine a card being less than the cost to grade the card. Right, right. I um, I just you know like excuse yeah. me, but Boy, like right. apparently I was so frustrated I dropped everything. Apparently, but uh, I I just can't imagine like I see like five dollar slabs, six dollar slabs, and I'm like, I understand, but at some point that doesn't make sense though. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Brendan, with with what little time we have left, let's make some quick predictions potentially or things we're looking forward to in the second half of this exciting. NHL season. Do you NHL? have any thoughts? NHL season, eh? Yes. Uh, any ooh. of our viewers love the hockeys. We love the hockeys. I'll tell you right now, Brendan, one of the Florida Panthers or the Carolina Hurricanes will be hoisting the cup at the end of the day. No we'll shot. hear your opinion in a moment here. Uh, I believe that Jordan Bennington will be relegated to backup duties for the Blues for the rest of the season. I, I don't know what the hell happened there. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a big Bennington fan, but my God, something's got to give there. Um, I believe that Jonathan Huberdeau will retain his standing. So long as there are no injuries, he will retain his standing and take the lead in points. Uh, it's lovely seeing Chris Kreider as a goal-scoring leader, but I do believe Austin Matthews shall zip by him, take the Rocket Richard Trophy, I believe Freddie Anderson will win the Vezina. And I stand by all of these predictions I've just made. What do you got for us, Co? Okay. Um, you basically think, laughed through all of my predictions. I think, I think uh, yeah, all they got to do is check where you're at in the standings for the, the oh, 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 I don't want to talk about it. I'm not even paying attention anymore. After half my team went down to COVID, I'm not paying attention anymore. Okay? And number two, and number two, if you say the word avalanche in the next five minutes i am oh all right let's go so um matthews wins not only the richard but the selkie Ooh. as well okay and yeah. i think that might be the first player ever to do that um Interesting. 
which I think is uh, speaks volumes. Well, it definitely would never have been Ovi. I know that. No, no. <laughs> With, or Patrick Kane. Um, right. Uh, yeah, it speaks volumes to the type of player that he's become. And as a result of that, I'm going to go ahead and say it, that wow. uh, I think that one of either oh. the Toronto Maple Leafs Okay. Or the Colorado Avalanche uh, will be Stanley Cup champions. Um, right. You know, sometimes the obvious choice is the right one. Um, right. Sometimes the, you know, the, the, the dog gets its dance, you know. I, the, the St. Louis Blues were the joke of the NHL, not necessarily, but like they were knocked out first round every single year. They were President's Trophies winners. They finally got over the hump, beat the Chicago Blackhawks, and they went straight to winning a Stanley Cup. So sometimes that's all it takes for one of those teams that underachieves. This is true. Um, to just get momentum from the first round. And it doesn't even have to be the Leafs, but the, I mean, the Colorado Avalanche are a dangerous team and they haven't even been fully healthy for more than like three games in a row. So right. um, we're going that route. I am going to say that i mean if we're if we're talking vesna i you can't go anyone other than shersterkin in my opinion sure uh the new york rangers would not be where they are today if it wasn't for that guy if you look at their like expected goals for and goals against they're in like the bottom percentile in the league so so it, in my opinion his type of performance is almost potentially a, a discussion for mvp the heart then how does he not get the the vesna if he's mvp uh, you know what? Weirder, <laughs> stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened, Co. Like a young Adam Fox winning the Norris Trophy, but not Rookie of the Year. Yeah, yeah. Come on, right? Uh, yeah. By the way, does nasal cavity? Does nasal? Does Nazem Kadri? Does he continue to perform like he is right now? But the thing is, he's always I've been this. Last year in the playoffs, before Bro, he, he got suspended, numbers, this is a quantum leap. Bro, before he got suspended last year in the playoffs, he was averaging like two points a game. Like he was destroying life. I know because I stacked so something up happened. On something Nazem. happened with him late last year, basically. Guess what? So he may have his, contract, juice. his contract is, is coming up soon. That's what Honestly. that's what happens. That's what happens to these players, you know, straight Honestly. up. And I, and you know, you're playing for your life right now. Yes, yes. Um what else are we thinking here? Um I mean, it's not necessarily hockey related, but I am just really excited to have some shows coming up soon. I mean, sure, you know, yeah. we're slowly getting the announcements, especially in Toronto. Things are once again, finally yes. opening up. Um, hopefully for the last time, sounds like for the last time, we're already getting future dates for, you know, spring shows and summer shows. And I'm just excited to get out there with this new knowledge with this new community that we've built, um, you know, maybe get a meet and greet going and uh, a bunch of goddamn slabs and, and ready to acquire some, some personal grails. I'm excited. Right on. Sounds yeah. good. Appreciate it. Team. I hope you guys enjoyed this wonderful episode of cardboard coaches. The coaches have a wonderful rest of the day. You know, we coached you. Have right. a good one. Coach Go, out.